G'day folks, welcome to Measure Twice, Cut Once, uh, the show that's now going on the road by the looks of it. Um, this week I've uh, made the mad dash down to good old Melbourne town. Uh, I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects on YouTube and Instagram and um, today I'm visiting my good friend here on to the left of me at the House of Pain, the House of Rock and Roll and don't be, don't be fooled about the size, he always says it's a small shed but it's, it can actually be compared to, say, an aircraft hangar. Uh, it's, it's, a <laughs> it's a bit of a deception of things. No, I'm only kidding. I think you might be telling a porky there. Yeah, a couple of porky pies. So, yeah. hey, this is a good man, Chris Surek. How you going, buddy? Good, mate. Uh, glad to see you down here at my uh, end of town for a change. Yeah. Um, this is episode... 14 or 15? 15, I think. 15, we're getting episode there. Episode 15, wow. We've got, um, by my estimation, I think we've got two more episodes to go. Yes. And we're going to have a giveaway. Definitely, mate, definitely. Um, but I think uh, we'll talk about that in just a sec. Okay, we won't. I'll try. Pretend I didn't say anything. No. <laughs> Chris, mate, um, as always, you know, we're, we're normally quite busy people. Yes. Work-wise. Yes. Fortunate we can go to work. Um, we're in a good situation in Australia at the moment, so people getting back out there working and... We're enjoying doing this podcast because we hope it gets people in and, you know, motivates them to do a little bit of woodwork or whatever yeah. whatever they want to do. Yeah. So um, we keep that chat I going. Think, I think the other thing we're trying to show is um, uh, we all know that the American market is massive. It's huge. And it's fantastic. And it's fantastic. Um, but we're trying to show that the Aussie market can be just as big and just as fantastic. We've got a lot of good makers out there um, and we're, we're trying to get them all into like a community spirit. Yes. This is, I think that's the whole idea of this show. Yeah. So yeah. if you're an Aussie maker, if you've got your own channel, but you know of other Aussie makers that don't have a channel, they don't know about us, let them know. Yeah, and, and get that word out there, people, because yeah. uh, we appreciate that we can present this to you every week. For sure. Uh, and Chris, um, today's subject is a really good one. We've got a whole array of uh, fasteners here. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about joinery techniques a little bit in general. You know, not the uh, conventional, traditional mortise and tenon, but some of the hardware that is associated with putting projects together. But before we do that, Dirk, before we do that, what did you do last week? Yeah, another busy week, Chris. Um, mate, last week's show was a good one. Um, we discussed uh, about the different aspects of working away from home, so... Uh, that is sort of associated with having a trailer or a van um, and how you purchase your goods and get them around or, or working out of the base of your own workshop at home and then doing the distribution side of that after. Mm. But um, yeah, so that was well received. And um, as far as me personally, Chris, I had a funny scenario. Last, uh, actually the other day, I walked into a cafe, which uh, I had made platters for this particular cafe. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. Blake walks into a cafe. <laughs> It does. Um, yeah, so I sat down, Chris, uh, and had a you know healthy meal like cheesecake and a milkshake. And um, guy approached me who works there. I, I had done a little bit of work for him, and uh, so he brought out these platters. He goes, "Can you make some more up?" Because I was going to go out and purchase some. I go, "No worries, mate." I go, "How many would you like?" He goes, uh, "36." <laughs> I nearly fell off the chair. I nearly had bloody cheesecake all over my face, but. Um, 
Suffice to say, I said yes, and uh, I've got to get them done as you, ASAP, mate. So You would have had cheesecake all over your face anyway. Yeah, I well, know, I know, it's a matter of course, but yeah, yeah we don't talk about those things no, normally. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a lot on, the videos to do and things like that, but it's all beautiful thing. Chris, yourself, what have you been up to? Bugger all. Bugger all. I've all had right. a very, very quiet week. Yep. Um, as you can see, the workshop, if you could see what's on this side of the camera, you'd, uh, it'd be amazed. There's a lot of... Um, a lot happening in the workshop at the moment. I'm uh, I'm rejigging everything. So, but I'm still I'm still in the process of feng shuiing. Um, I've got to get rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's sort of been taking up a bit of my time. I've still got a couple of items I've got to make. Um, a bed head for a customer, um, and a adjustable set of shelves for a customer as well. So hopefully I can find some room and some time. But other than that, well, I think if you move that big CNC machine across a bit, you can fit the saw stop. And the 20 inch thicknesser in the corner there. Of course. So, Why didn't I think of that? I don't know. That's what I come down. I, sometimes I, I have an idea. But never mind. Um, yeah, so we've got things to do. We do. We've got a show to talk about. Uh, Let's talk about A topic. Get into uh, the show. Fasteners. Fasteners. Yeah, so just to start on this, you'd be surprised there's a ton of different types of fastening hardware options out on the market nowadays which are to be honest you know underrated depends on which sector of woodworking we look at so Chris and Chris has put a, a large array of uh, different types of fasteners and hardware here on the t on his workbench and we're, we're going to just start and run through a little bit of and discuss uh you know, how they can be advantageous to a project or how some people may not like to use fasteners as such and use more traditional methods. But today's conversation is exactly about the things we're going to highlight, Chris. Okay. And um, why don't we start with the humble nail? The humble nail. The humble nail. This is um, um, a strip of nails that go into a nail gun. Um, they're on an angle. You can get them um, either on a, this, I think this is a 30 degree angle from yeah. memory. Uh, you can get them on this angle, you can get them straight down. I don't have any on me right now, but you get them straight down. Uh, these are brad nails uh, that you use for, what would you use them for, Dirk? Uh, just tacking things together, projects, yeah. when, well, so you've got the glue drying up. Yep. Um, you know, even sometimes if you've got uh, good press joints, you can use them and that might be all you need. Yep. Uh, finish, finishing off the backs on uh, cabinetry. So, you know, a handy item. And when we, when we discuss nails, Chris, they've been around for donkey's years. I think, I think even prehistoric times, you know, uh, they've, they've discovered old nails and that in, yep. the, in the history. To hold of, uh, two things together. Yeah. Hold two things together. Yep. And, um, you know, nowadays nails are kind of galvanised, stainless steel, whatever. And um, so many different applications. So, you know, the humble nail. The humble nail. And these, you get these in different um, thicknesses or gauges, they call them. Yeah. Different gauges. Uh, these just happen, ones I put my hand on, so there they are. Um, just following on from the nail, yep. we've got these things, staples. Yeah. Which is another thing. I'm going to, I know you can't see them now, I'm going to shoot up a picture of each one in the corner of the, uh, the video so you'll see what I'm talking about. But these are uh, uh, staples, they go into a staple gun. Um, and you can use these, I use these for. Um, when I'm putting a melamine sheet on the back of uh, a cabinet to stop it, you know, from racking, yep. I use these. These uh, 
uh, staples. Yeah. They go in the back and they're, they're beautiful, absolutely fantastic. And, and I, I want to add with that, they're, they're a necessary part of everyone's diet. So you have a staple diet. Ching ching. So, see the dad jokes are coming out early. I know, that one went through to the keeper. Yeah. Anyway, we, we digress. Okay, let's move on to, uh, what about the screws? Screws, here we go. This is a special screw. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, a Craig screw. Yep. So it's a proprietary screw for the Craig jigs. Yep. Um, and they've really done their homework on these things because um, the holes that you drill out for Craig, you know, the, the pocket holes and everything, will only accept these screws. Yeah. Now, I've been to Bunnings and I've <laughs> I've bought... I don't want to say that Ship. word. Shipload. Yeah. Shipload of um, of these screws uh, that I thought would fit because it's a panhead screw. That's that's the, the secret to it. Um, none of them fit. No. Not one of them fit in the hole. No. It's either the, the, the shank is too thick or too thin or the head's too big or it's too small. You've got to buy the Craig screws if you're going to use a Craig jig. Yeah. So they've, done, they've really done their homework. Although now, armor tool. Yeah. You, you're, uh, you've got an armor tool uh, jig at home. Yep. How does that uh, compete? Can you use these screws with the armor tool? You can, you can, except the uh, armor tool's range are color-coded screws, uh, which make it even easier for any novice to pick up uh, that jig and uh, just go to work straight away. It's so easy. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, like every good ship, uh, we nearly went down like the Titanic. We nearly did on that one. <laughs> but um, the application for these um, pocket hole screws, uh, I use them when I'm making my cabinets, yep. uh, making drawers and everything. If you want to look, there, I've got a couple of videos to show you how I do that. Um, and they're really good. They're really strong. They, um, they hold uh, a, a lot of weight. Yeah. You know, like, I always give a little bit of dab of uh, melamine glue as well just to help it along, but yeah. these things are fantastic. Uh, and another thing, Chris, when, when we associate the uh, that type of screw with uh, nails, uh, you know, I think a lot of the function of nailing things together in the, you know was on a fifteen degree skew. Back, you know, builders and that did that for a lot of long, long time, and that that was enough holding power for you know putting in noggins and all that sort of thing. Uh, and then the development of you know technology came along where. Uh, the, the, the jigs come out and the screws follow straight with it and they've allowed people to have, um, you know, just so much easier uh, joinery with uh, the things on, on the market now. Yeah, for sure. And, and when we're, on, we're talking about screws, you know, you've got the coarse and the... The, uh, the coarse and fine, <coughs> yep. Fine threads, you know, and, and there's screws uh, that have applicate... There's so many different screws, so... You know, if you're working outdoors, they're, they're coated with something and they come in all different sizes. They have all different types of heads on them. There's a lot of factors. Mm. And then you, what would you use mainly if you're working in the shed on a, on a jig? Would you just use a, a coarse screw? Yeah. You know, dime a dozen things? The way, the way these, are you talking about these ones in particular? Uh, not so much. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the generic. The, yeah, the Craig screws come in two types. They're the coarse and the fine. Yeah. Um, you use the coarse. Let me get this right. You use the coarse in softwood, and you use the fine in hardwoods. Yes. Yeah, that's that's how. It, courses for horses. Courses for horses. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So you. It, it, Depends on the application, depends on what timber you're using. I mean, I use the uh, the coarse thread because I'm just going straight into melamine mm. or uh, chipboard, basically, uh, plywood, that sort of thing. Yep. So coarse is fine. Um, but you, you can use the uh, the fine ones for your hardwoods, which is good. Um, and 
I, I, I tend to use chipboard screws for a lot of things where you pre-drill and you know it's you know what Dirk? I have some here oh well speak of the devil speak of the devil I have everything that I need that's it so yeah just as we speak there's um you know it's they've got a they've got a coating so they're obviously weatherproof but the other thing we've got to talk about Dirk yep. uh, and I, I think most of the manufacturers are now starting to go this way and that is um, the square head yeah the square yeah. drive in it the uh, they call it a Robertson is it Canadian name yeah, yeah. Robertson head Robertson head I think everyone's going that way um, there are, for me, I, I now look for only Robertson head screws because um, the Phillips head ones, they, they strip out. If you're not careful, they, they strip out really easy and then, then it's a bugger to get the thing out again. And But these are great. Yeah. You know, these are fantastic, the Robertson head. And, and just one thing with those square drive, Chris, see, they come in different sizing. So yes. for your pocket hole joinery, it's normally your number two number bit. Two, yep. uh, you can get them a long version or, or a short version. <clears throat> the driver the driver about. yes yep. sorry mm -hmm. um, and they're fantastic they, they do tend to uh, grip the screw head a lot better you remember yep. the days when we only had the flat blade oh, don't. now that's a nightmare to me I, don't I, ever mention those yeah. mate yeah. And, and they still sell them but that's for some people <laughs> you know why they sell them still it's why? for people who, um, who are refurbishing old furniture and yeah. they want to keep it you know like um, uh, original original yeah. screws yeah that's why yeah. I don't use them. I don't have any in this workshop. If no. you find one in here, then someone's planted it on me. Yeah. Um, I prefer the the Robertson head. Ro Robertson head. Yeah. It's hard to say. It is. Um, Robo. Robo. The Robo head. The Robo head. Let's start a new trend. Yeah, bloody hell. The old Robo heads. Um, yeah. So they're they're really good. Yep. Uh, and you can get them all. Uh, the, the, the screws that I've got now, the um, decking screw here. That's a Robertson head. Yep. Robo head. Robo. And. Um, What's that, just the drywall screw, you think? Yeah. Same yeah. thing, same again. Yeah, we'll call that the Knackers one. The Knackers one, all right. So. Um, next, what's uh, what's next on the... Uh... Well, I, I, th I think sometimes, Chris, it's the presentation, all right? Now, there, there's certain types of things, which we're going to discuss in now, uh, called threaded inserts Ooh. or nut certs. We can't. We, no. 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 Threaded insert threaded and nut insert. Yeah, I know different. Yep. Two different things. Two different I've, things. I've got both here to You've show. You've got both here. So we're lucky on that regard. Chris has got everything. Uh, <laughs> now, in a, in a sense, they're more of a decorative thing, aren't they? Uh, they're, they're easy to sort of install. They are, yeah. Um, but I think, you, it, well, I think what you're trying to say is um, for the furniture, if you don't want to see any. Uh, fastenings or anything like that, yeah. then I think these, um, what are they called? Threaded inserts. Threaded inserts? Threaded inserts. They're, like for, if you're making a, a collapsible cabinet, mm. all right, um, and you don't want to drive a screw all the way through, you just want to be able to undo it and then re redo it again somewhere else or something, these are the perfect thing for it. Let me grab one. This, yeah. is, this is what I'm talking about. I'll show a picture in the corner. Um, where's the bolt? There it is. So these, these basically, um, I call them a captured nut, um, basically. So you drill a, um, I think it's a six or seven mil hole yeah. that'll, uh, that'll accept this because it's threaded on the outside. That, that's what bites into your timber. Yep. And then you've got a thread on the inside, which you can then use 
Yeah. Basically, to, to screw whatever you want together. Yep. These are fantastic. Once I've found these things, I, I use them everywhere now. These are absolutely brilliant. And they come in different sizes and different types. You've got two types. You've got one with a flange, yep. which um, sits, I think, just a little proud of the, um, uh, of the timber. Yep. Well, you've got the ones without the flange, which you can sink down lower, and yeah. you're not going to see it. So is there but, anything else you wanted to add to that? Yeah, look, if you if people go in and want to buy outdoor furniture, have a look, because quite often, or nearly most of the time, you'll find it's used in that sort of Threaded system. insert, Threaded yeah. insert. So, you know, it, it, it's not beyond anyone to make furniture, because the hardware is available, and... Um, it's quite practical to use, easy to use, yep. and, um, you know, give it a go. Give it a go. And they look good. And I believe, like, would this be available everywhere or just mainly in your... Ah, I think... Um, the, the, the threaded inserts I know you can get from uh, Bunnings because I've seen them there. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, and I'm going to shamelessly plug this place, uh, Timbercon, sell them. Yep. And um, and I think they're a lot cheaper than, than what Bunnings sell them at. Mm. So I usually go there. Um, but Timbercon also sell the, uh, the the screws that go into them. These yeah. are 25 mil ones that I use. Um, and they, they fit straight in and they've got the, like the big pan head so you can use them uh, for you know, screwing a desk together if you're yep. making a desk or whatever. You can use them forever. And you've got uh, stainless steel and, and brass. Yeah. Brass colours. So, but... Um, uh, there's another place uh, that I used to go to called All Fasteners. Oh, yeah. And they're in uh, Tullamarine. Right. And they've got, you think I've got a lot here? Yep. They've got everything. Yep. Everything that, the, that you need. Yeah. So, you know, like it's it's quite easy to get a, a head start into making things without having to worry too much about, you know, techniques and things like that. Um, Chris... Mate, I suppose we can just touch on a few other little things too. Like, um, you can get plug cutters. You can get things um, that can hide screws. So if you counterbore something, you drive a screw in to, you know, fix something into position. Then you can also cut little plugs, which will then glue into the ends. Yeah. And you can flush cut them, sand them back, and it hardly looks like anyone's been there. Another technique you see sometimes is when people will get a chisel. And yep. they'll scrape a little shaving, which peels back. Yep. Put their fastener in and then glue that back in, give it a sand. You'll never Bob's know there. Yeah. So it's just remarkable, isn't it? Oh, the tips and tricks. Yeah. 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 We, we've got to do one of those as well. I we think. do. We, we do. do. And tips and tricks show just to show how to get rid of some of these uh, nasty fasteners. Yeah. And as, as we always say, YouTube is, uh, you know, the place to go mm. if you really want to find out anything about anything so for sure as a visual aspect for sure just following on from the um the threaded insert yep. th that we use for timber there's also a type that we use if you're doing metal work oh yeah uh it's called a nut cert yep a nut cert uh, riv nut riv nut riv nut it's called what? a riv nut and that's what these things are and um when i uh when i did my um drawers in the back of my van Yep. Uh, I drilled, I don't know, a series of holes in the bottom of the uh, the van, and I installed these rivnuts in uh, in there, and they use use it with this tool. You can oh. use you can use it with a normal, uh, not with a normal um, uh, pop rivet gun, yeah. but you, there's another one with the threaded uh, threaded part on the back of it. 
yep. like this with a, uh, a rivet action, yep. but it's really hard because these things are made of steel. And yep. Unless you've got Hulk hands, you, you can't really get enough purchase on it. So I bought this, and um, this makes installing these um, riv nuts really, really easy. Yeah. Really easy. And um, and you get a series of uh, different sizes, like your M, M4, M, M6, yeah, yeah. M8 bolts. So you've got all the different sizes for them. Yep. And uh, it just collapses the, the riv nut around. Yep. Um, like the sheet metal, whatever it is, and captures that, that thread in there. And then you can use normal bolts. Yeah. You've got the normal bolt here and it just screws straight in. A lot easier that <coughs> way too. And and, and and then there's your your normal nuts and bolts, you know. Yeah. Been used forever in a the day. These, these are these are things that are proven and tested over the journey. Yeah. And that's why they're so uh, readily available in most places you search for hardware. Because they work, you know, and whilst if it's not by definition, well, it's probably more DIY, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's DIY, but it goes into uh, metalwork, it goes into sheet metalwork, it goes into woodworking. So these are handy things to have uh, in, in, in surplus supply, which Chris has, and I might take some. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so all good there. Chris, what about um, some of the other joinery techniques which are not difficult to learn? But, you know, they're, they're simple items. We can get, like, uh, biscuits. Biscuits. Uh, dowels. Dowels, dominoes. Dominoes. A little if bit dearer got, for dominoes, yeah, but... if you've got the, uh, the festival domino. Yep. Um, yeah, you can use... Um, they're, they're called uh, floating tenons, aren't they? They are. They are floating. Floating tenon method, yeah, you can use that. Um, but you need, uh, you need glue with those. Yeah, yep. Which... Which we have. We have liquid nails liquid here. Nails. We've also got... Um, I know you don't like it, but I've got the yellow Type-On glue. Yeah. Um, which which is very, it's a very good glue. Yep. I know you don't like it, but it's a very good glue. Yep. Why don't you like it? A gorilla. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, glue is a joinery technique, isn't it? It is. Basically, you make a cutting board, you're not going to put a screw or a nail in. You can, you can use dowels if you, if you want it never to, you know... But you still need to use glue. You still need to use Otherwise glue. Otherwise, it's just going to fall apart. And there's different types of glue. You've got your waterproof glues. You've got your melamine glues. Yeah. Um, they're all di all different types. Uh, liquid nails. Liquid nails will stick anything to anything, basically. It's, it's, yeah. It's really good stuff. Then you've got your epoxies. Epoxy? Yeah. Super glues or yep. your cyanoacrylates. I right? saying that after a... After a couple of beers. Mm. No. Um, yeah, you've got your, your, your super glues. There's so many different types. I mean, well, I think we're sport for choice now. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is that? Is that we just about covered this, or? I think so. Look, if people, if people have got other suggestions, please leave that in the comments because, um, you know, in, in in the big scheme of things, there, there probably are other items we can use. I um I had an opportunity to speak to someone who worked for a furniture maker in Bendigo, which don't exist anymore, Chris. Um, and they said pretty much some of their uh, industrial adhesives they used was all they needed for some of the joinery. Really? Now, I, I, I pulled apart an old Jarrah uh, set of cabinets, and the only thing that held them together was staples and glue. And that was expensive item back in the day, weighed a ton. So, you know, in, I mean, in the drawers and things like that, you know, so you don't always have to overkill either. You just reminded me something with the, um, the staples and, and glue. Uh, my sister bought a, a couch. I'm not going to name the company that she bought it from, mm. um, but it's high-end furniture, all right? 
she paid a lot of money for this. It was uh, one of those uh, couches that folds down into a bed. Yep. Right? Um, one of the least, her, her son, who weighs, I don't know, like a bantam rooster, he's, mm. he's nothing. There's nothing to him. He's got to hold onto a tree when the wind blows. <laughs> um, he's laying on this thing, and one of the legs started to buckle. Really? Under it. And um, me, because uh, I know a little bit about woodworking, my sister asked me to come in and have a look. I pulled back the backing on this thing. Mm. And um, the amount of staples that were shot into this, because the wood was cut too short. <laughs> and it, didn't, it didn't, didn't reach, yeah? So they shot. I'm surprised the bed didn't rust. Yeah. There was that many staples in it. And I'm thinking, how much did you pay for this? Mm. It was absolutely, it was, it was disgusting. It was... I was I was gobsmacked when I saw it. Yep. You know. Yep. And the money they're charging for it, and yeah. we got we got a guy out to have a look at it from this particular company. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Well, all their stuff's made over." That's no excuse, mate. You're paying. Yeah. You're paying a lot of money. Yeah. And look at the quality you're getting here. It's, it's it was shocking, absolutely shocking. Yeah. So if you're going to do joinery, make sure you do it properly. You know. You know, Chris, and that having heard that. Make it yourself. Give yourself a chance. Give it a go. You'll make it cheaper. You'll make it better. And if you make mistakes, you start again. You fix the mistakes and you learn and you keep learning. And that's basically all we've ever done. Yep. And, you know, and we continue to do that. So Just give it a red hot go. What's the worst that could happen? That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I think we've uh, hopefully given a little bit of a coverage to some of the different things we can use in hardware. So you're saying we've nailed this subject? <laughs> Uh, you're a loose screw, mate. Right? Oh, gee, loose. <laughs> stop now, stop. This is getting tacky. <laughs> All I, right. I, I give up, I give up. What's happening next week? What's happening next week? Well, let's get on to what's happening next week. Yep. So there we have it. There's a little bit of an uh, overview of things uh, that we can relate to when we get in the shed and we want to make something. Uh, and some of the items that are available to us that we can use, Chris. But looking ahead to next week's show, which is, uh, what show is that? That'll be number 16. 16? Jeez, yeah. what, a, what a wonderful year and we've had a great time doing these. Yep. Uh, next week's show, we're going to be uh, concentrating our, our efforts a little bit towards uh, project management and... Remind me to shoot that guy when I find him. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to be looking into project management and design. Um, this this can be something. It's a, it's a pretty another broad subject, Chris. Oh yeah. Because you know it can be it, people can do it on the run. They can do it by different types of software. But we won't get too deep into the conversation. Otherwise, they won't watch next week. They won't watch next week. Okay. So um, yeah, and look, if if you have a suggestion for a topic, please uh, relay it on via the comments, or yep. if you know any of us. Uh, personally, let us know. And um, Chris, I think, yeah, that's always a, a good way to do a show when someone has, oh, can you mention that? Talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble with this. Can you yeah. have a chat? Yeah, we can do that. Not a problem. Yeah. Because so. we're top blokes. Yeah, well, try. We try. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've got, uh, by my estimation, we've got two shows left. Um, we have a guest, but. Do we? Yeah. Is that next week? I think it might be. No, next week we're talking about projects. We are. Maybe the week after. Okay. We'll do that. Let's do it. 
Last episode of the year, we're going to have a, a guest. Yep. Don't say who it is. I won't say. Because we don't really know, do we? No. Okay. Hang on, what's the number? <laughs> um, but we do have something uh, we'd like to announce. We right do. Now. We do. Dirk, take it away. As a token of appreciation for the people who jumped on board with Measure Twice, Cut Once, subscribed and subscribe to the uh, podcast channels that are available where you can hear us. Um, we'd like to do a giveaway for our last uh, show of the year. Um, we've got some really good prizes. Uh, we've had Timacon jump on board. They've actually given us a couple of uh, vouchers to give out to the audience. So there's uh, two vouchers from Timacon. Plus, uh, the good folks at Total Tools have given a, a gift card. Yep. And also a couple of Bosch stubby holders and a wonderful uh, shirt here, Chris. This is a... Uh, this one's for the Movember thing Mo that they're doing. So. Yeah, and you've got Total Tools written on the front. There it is, look at that. So, yeah, it's just part of what we want to give back to the community. Uh, please subscribe. That's that's all we ask. Uh, we're yep. going to have a question next week. Show. Um, Come up with a question, yep. yep. And you've got to answer that question. Yep. And, uh, and then we'll pick it from that. Pick it from that. So if you know people who, who might want to listen to this show as well or view it, uh, let them know. And... Um, like, yeah, subscribe so you can enter into that uh, giveaway, Chris. That's the only way we can give away stuff. Yes. And um, we just want to keep building on this because we absolutely love doing it. And it's, you know, we're doing it for the Aussies out there and the people overseas are enjoying it as well. Yep. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. So um, I think that's uh, looking pretty good. We're, we're not going over time this week, are we? No. Pretty close, so well, we better... I I think, uh, no, I think this is going to be the first one we've done in under 30 minutes, but because uh, <laughs> we can tend to waffle a bit. Oh, well, waffles are good. Yeah, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, well, that's uh, that's it for the show. Yep. Uh, thanks for coming down, Dirk. No worries at all. Um, I we'll think uh, we covered everything we needed to cover today. Perfect. Got a good subject coming up next week. Yep. And we'll see you all then. So I'm going to say bye for now. All right.